Could talk about the addition of Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten. Late on Friday, Tim Stout from Stout on Sports heard weekday mornings on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Our flagship station where you can hear, or his flagship station where you can hear the huge show. Weeknights, tape delayed, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. How you doing, Timmy? Good, Bill. How are you doing today? Good. Good to talk to you. 35,000 high school football players, 95,000 high school athletes. Great time of year. Good for those kids. I hope it works out great for them. A little cooler today for them in August, but it's good to have them all back out playing. I hope things work out well. Good. You always mention Mark Ewell. Good for him. They've done a good job. they got 95,000 kids out playing sports this fall. Good for the high schools. Yeah, and good for uh, beyond football. You got cross country. Uh, my son uh, plays soccer at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. I think they're beginning tryouts today. Their season begins like in uh, 10 days. You got what? Uh, girls. Is it girls golf in the fall, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, girls yep. golf uh-huh. in the fall. You got cross country. You got so much going on. It's awesome uh, for all the boys and girls, student athletes across this state. I know a lot of proud parents, a lot of coaches who really are surrogate parents to our children, officials and uh, training staff, and so many people connected. I know you say the number for football, but when you uh, go beyond support staff and everybody connected, uh, it, there are a ton of people across this state who yep. really help our kids be able to enjoy high school sports. The refreshing thing for me about it, Bill, is it's one sport that has never ceased through the years to be analyzed and enjoyed where money wasn't the corrupting thing like you find constantly with the pros in colleges, where money is always in the discussion, money always seems to make decisions, money always is involved. But at the high school level, somehow, some way, through all these decades, Friday Night Lights across America has managed to hold its interests for the most part, in all these communities or many of these communities, certainly in the West Michigan area, no question about it. And to me, that's, you know, to me, that's a positive sign that for all the changes in the world, especially in sports, Friday Night Lights is still a big deal, and it is in the state of Michigan. I look forward to it every fall. All right. Speaking of football, that is a big deal with big money. The addition of Oregon and Washington, uh, surprise move, quick move. I think more of a quick move than surprise move. On Friday, your thoughts on the Big Ten and like our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans, huge question of the day. Will there be more schools coming? And if so, what schools? Well, it's hard for me to believe, Bill, that the Big Ten is done at 18. Uh, I I just cannot believe that they're not going to tear up all the football schedules next fall because they have to account for Oregon and Washington. But why would you change those now again if you're not certain that the full roster is going to be 20 schools instead of 18? And to me, 20 schools is so much easier and readily available to schedule. However... I am a little surprised that uh, that Cal and Stanford would, to me, seem like a natural fit because it would remove some of the geographic issues of all those West Coast schools having to travel. If you add Cal and Stanford, everybody's got five games within their old Pac-12 conference right away there, including the Olympic sports. However... I'm also hearing that the Big Ten wants to see what's going to happen in the ACC with Florida State. 
if Florida State gets out of its deal and goes elsewhere, and I can't imagine that would be the Big Ten because Florida State wants money and the Big Ten only wants team schools in that are willing to take a cut. So that, to me, knocks out Florida State. But if Florida State fails from the ACC, schools that have been vetted previously that the Big Ten would have its eyes on clearly, in my opinion, would be North Carolina and Virginia. If those two were available uh, and you had those 20, either Cal Stanford or North Carolina, Virginia, that to me would end all of this, at least conference pillaging until or unless down the road somehow there is an NFL type model for the major schools. And I can't imagine that they would stop at 18 because Stanford and Cal have no cards to play. They'd have to come in for a reduced fee. North Carolina, Virginia, I'm not quite sure about that. But to your point, it's hard for me to believe that this is absolutely the end. Last week, the Big Ten commissioner said at football media days, he was, you know, nobody was telling him to do anything about adding schools. And then last week he adds two major schools. It, it's something that is, is a surprise to me. Of everything I've seen through all the years in college athletics, the way this has all unfolded to me is one of the biggest surprises. But, you know, they never cut back budgets. They only increase budgets. They can't increase ticket prices. They can do it only so much. There are only so many donors. The donors want to have to pay the players or pay for the facilities. Where's the money going to come from? I guess that leaves broadcasting. And as you know, they better hope broadcasting doesn't struggle to pay all these bills in the future. Well, uh, sports being cut uh, could be a reality. Also, when you look at uh, the mid-level mid-major, if I can use that basketball phrase with football, that they might have to get back to old school, that Western and Central might play all Saturday games, that they'll be on a minor network, that they'll create a 2014 playoff, that they'll join maybe football subdivision with the Southern Illinois and Illinois States and those types of schools, and, and fans will go do the old school tailgate. I mean, CMU played football long before the Power Five, long before the big paydays, they could do it. Western could do it. I mean, you know, the innocence of football, when you talked about it at the high school level, which I agree with, you still go to a Hope, Alma, uh, Albion, Adrian football game, Saginaw Valley, Ferris to a point, Grand Valley. There, there, there's still that feeling of that collegiate experience. Michigan Tech, another well, school. We, Northwood? I mean, he- yeah, I mean, even in the Ivy League. I mean, I had a son get a degree at Cornell, so while he was there, we enjoyed a couple of weekends up there both watching football and basketball, and it didn't seem to be any kind of an issue. They have stadiums, they have campuses, they don't have coaches making preposterous amounts of money, blah, 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 but they don't have the same pressure on them to win. The seasons aren't nearly as long. You go to class, all that kind of thing, which is not what the case is, as we know, with all the power fives because of the way it has grown. I mean, I think it's too bad, but I but I don't think, Bill, this story is nearly complete. You know, there have been no format announcements relative to basketball. Who's going to play in the Big Ten basketball tournaments, men and women? Are we going to, Where are they going to be played? Do you need more in one site? Are all 18 teams or more? Are they all going to be in it? How are you going to play all that one way or the other? And all the other Olympic sports, how are you going to play all those? And I cannot imagine that those are going to have the breadth that football is going to have, because this is a football deal, clear and simple. Is football going to add a 13th game? Is football going to add a 10th conference game? Is football going to eliminate the bye week because we need another payday? I mean, there are so many 
many of those questions. And if I were the MAC schools, depending on those $1.5 billion non-conference paydays, I'd be a little skittish right now with all this because who knows how much inventory is there to play all these games? Who's going to pay for all this moving forward? I mean, to me, if you're in college athletics at any level of Division One, you've got to have so many questions and so many sports moving forward that have never come out yet because, again, I cannot imagine that the Big Ten is fully convinced that it's going to stop at 18. But if it does go to 20, all right, if it goes to 20, I think the issue is going to be the next trigger. What is Florida State going to do in the ACC? And if you have if you have two ACC and two of the other Pac-12s that want to get in there, how's that play out? The latest I heard this afternoon is Oregon State's trying to get into the Big 12, and the Big 12 is talking with them. If Oregon State goes to the Big 12, you know they're not going to stop at an odd number, then they would take another one as well. I mean, it's just amazing to me how all this has played out dramatically simply because these budgets were never curtailed and the the desperate attempt to go find money to pay the bills as the budgets go up is where we are today. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You see him on TV and also in the Lansing State Journal. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, Timmy, good stuff. Good to hear your voice. We'll talk soon. It's fine, Bill. Good to talk to you. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you soon.